Okay. It's on the chat. It's on the chat? Okay, good. All right, so this is the third, this is actually the third of the series that we've been discussing, Tikkun Hadas, fixing up our Das, which is the, probably the most important sphere, the most important part of the Chabad that we have to learn to work on and to live with. And a lot of the Chaburahs that we discussed Das, and we've specifically since Purim, we've been discussing the sugya of Das through the Avodos Achil. Benachon has an unbelievable way of teaching the deepest secrets of mankind through the most basic Avodas, like eating, could fix up someone's Das. Now, obviously, he's not creating that. HaKadosh Baruch will put that into the Bria, but Rabbi Nachman is... Only I've seen Rabbi Nachman has such a koach to bring out such amka, such depth, with such pshitas. And we discussed... We're going to just chazer over for a few minutes quickly. That's why I wanted a little bit more time. For those who have not heard, or it's anyway, it's always Kedai to chazer over. That we said Pesach is the Inyan of Das. When Purim is Lo Yada, that's the beginning. We wipe ourselves clear, fresh and clean. And then the days leading up to Pesach, and then Pesach to Shavuos are levels of Das. From Purim to Pesach, we're preparing our Das. And then from Pesach to Shavuos, we're raising our das, getting ready to accept the das Torah. So there are three major, three major parts of a person's system that we work with all the time. One's called mochin, one's called midos, and one's called pu'ulos. Mochin is the intellect, thinking, chabad. Midos is more of the emotions, which is called chesek v'ortveres natzachot yisod. It's the emotions. And then there's the actions of a person, pulos, which is more of the sphere of malchus, getting down and dirty. You know, lamaisa, with your hands. Putting the tefillin on is the action. Feeling the ahavas Hashem, or the, the, the simcha shel mitzvah, is the midos, is the emotional aspect of that mitzvah. And thinking, l'shem yichu kutshu b'richu or whatever other kavana you have, is the mochen, and when you put that together, that becomes a tremendous, tremendous act, a tremendous mitzvah. A, a mitzvah b'shalei musa. It's full. You feel it. Most people just do the level of action. They put the tefillin on. They say a bracha. They don't feel it. And they don't really think about it too much. And therefore, they're missing out on two-thirds of a mitzvah. So when it comes to eating, is the same thing. When it comes to eating and, and working on our das, there's going to be the type of eating that's going to affect our mochin, there's going to be the eating that affects our midos, and then there's going to be that which affects our actions. Das runs through everything. Das is like the, the headquarters that controls the mind, it controls the emotions, and it even all the way down to the, to the actions. So we discussed the first week, we discussed in Torah Reish, Samech, Gimel, Rabbi Nachman talks about a certain sickness, that if a person overeats, we said, then he's, he's like an animal. Rabbi Nachman taught us that a person, we know, is superior to an animal because we have das. Animal doesn't have das. An animal only has teva, only has nature. Yes, it can learn things, right? You could teach a dolphin a little bit. You could teach a... But it's not considered das. It's, it's already within their teva that if you train them, they can, they can expand themselves to a higher level teva, but it's still teva. They don't have das to do it on their own. Now, 
man, human being, Adam, a Yid, is supposed to be run by his Das. And Das, when eating, is supposed to teach a person and guide a person when to stop, when it's enough. If you go over that bar, then you're acting like an animal. And Menachem says, in a ruchnius way, you're an animal. Right? Physically, you're not an animal if you overeat. You're a human being. But we know we're made up of a, of a nefesh Bahamas and a nefesh elokis in the spiritual sense. So if you act like an animal in the spiritual way, you are the animal. And then Rabbi Nachman taught us there that a person could even get sick. He could have a combination of a, right? a fever and he could have chills. He brought it from psukim, hot and cold. So we discussed so there, what's the tikkun achilo on Pesach that's connected this issue? We said the carbon Pesach. What's the carbon Pesach? Carbon Pesach is, a, is the food that you only eat one kazais and it's nechal ala sova. You're supposed to fill yourself up on other foods. The carbon chagiga, back by the base of Mikdash. Or nowadays, Shulchan Aruch. You're supposed to fill yourself up till a little, you have a little bit of room left. Right? You need das to gauge where you're holding and only eat to a certain amount and stop. And then you're supposed to top it off with the carbon Pesach, with the afikomen nowadays. So only a person with proper das, when he's eating, when you eat the carbon Pesach, it has to be nechal ala sova. That's being misak in the das from the Das Behema to the Das Adam. If you have any questions, please ask. But does that make sense? It's exactly what this Indian is. It's Dafka through the Karm Pesach. Rabbi Nachman didn't say that, at least not here. Maybe he does say it somewhere, but that's how I'm understanding. If a person eats too much Shulchan Aruch, eats too much carbon Chagiga, and he's full, and then he eats the Karm Pesach on top of that, he's eating the Karm Pesach like an animal. Because he's now overstuffed. And now, yes, will you get the mitzvah halachically? Yes. But in the Pneumius Avoda, the Tikkun Hadas that you could have attained, you did not get that. That's level one. That's the action of eating. The action of physically eating, gauging one's self, how that could be Mesaki and Das, that's brought out by the Karim Pesach. That was two weeks ago. Last week we discussed the level of Mochen, the mind. Chacham Bina and Das, intelligence, which was specifically taught to us by Matzah. So this we brought it out from Lakute Halachas, Rabbi Nassan, Netil Zedayim and Shacharis. So this is the second level of Das. When one is eating, if we're already, you know, passing the first Madrega, that we're eating like a Ben Adam, then we want to, we want to put in, we want an input into the food, besides the fact that we're going to chew properly, the physical aspect, we're going to eat the right amount, we're going to eat food that's properly prepared, like we discussed. So the food is food of B'nai Adam. But now we want, to, we want to download a program, we want to put input into the food when we eat. What was that? So Rabbi, Nachman, Rabbi Nelson taught us, of course everything's from Rabbi Nachman, is that this is the aspect called Kedusha Sachi. We discussed last week, what's Kedusha? Kedusha means, means a lot of things, but Kedusha means when you set something aside. When a man marries a woman, he says, Hare at, you lady, this you, right here in front of me, Mikudashas li, you are special to me, you are now usher to everybody else in the world, you are now mine. You focus in on her, 
she becomes set aside. Memela, she becomes elevated. And we always talk about Kedusha, the elevation, but that's really the end of Kedusha. You can't get to the holiness until you set it aside. You focus in on it. Once you put your attention on something, then it becomes elevated. So Rabbi Nassim taught us that we have to eat in a focused way. Right? You need to have Kedusha Zachilu. That means when you're eating, there has to be a proper attention. And we're not talking about how much salt you put on it. Salt and pepper, that was, already, that was the first madrig, right? The physical aspects of the food was already, the Karm Pesach, that was the last madrig. Rather, what do we have to do? The main Kedusha of eating is when you're using your Das to connect to what? Hashgacha Pratas of HaKadosh Baruch The Yamuna Sasha. Right? We discussed this last week. Right? So now we're eating properly, but we want to put in mochin into this food, which is das, specifically that a Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the world every single second, even when I'm eating this food. And then, we'll, get, we'll continue in a minute, but then when you eat this food, with the das that Hashem runs the world, you're thinking about that, you're now literally ingesting and digesting emunah into your system. Right? We live in a world that is not just physical. We live in a world that is filled with spiritual, spiritual energy, energy floating all around. And a lot of the spiritual energy comes from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but we also have a Bechira. We have choices, free will that we can make. And we can think Kedusha, we can think Emunah, and put it into our food, and then eat it. And then you become more of a Ma'amun. Right? Because then it fills the bloodstream. So now you have the proteins and the minerals. All of that, you believe, comes from the Yad Hashem Amish. Because even proteins and minerals we discussed last week really comes from Yud Kevav case. Really comes from the energy of Elukus. And then that, that, that's going into your bloodstream. That's going into your brain, into your heart, into all your muscles and your bones. You're being built from a moon. <clears throat> we discussed that the major Pagam of Das occurred with the first sin, which was a, a sin of Achilo, when he ate from the Eta Das Tovera. The problem with the Eitz Adas Tovarah is that when, when you enter into that world of Tovarah, which we live in right now because of other Marishon, it's a world of, is this Hashem or is this Teva? It's not clear. It looks like it's Teva. When you, when you think that this world is run by Teva, by nature, right? Then you're not living in the world of Hashkach HaPratis. You're living in the world of Chachmas HaTeva. Like, almost like a behemoth. You're living in that low Madragan. But when one concentrates on the food and he eats it like it's the man, the man from Shemaim that HaKadosh Baruch approved at that time in the Midbar, we all believe that Hashem rains down food from Shemaim. And all, forever, it was called Lechem. Hini mamtir lochem Lechem in Hashemaim. Hashem didn't call it man, he called it Lechem. We called him man. Manhu, what is this? Right? What is Manhu? What are the letters Manhu? Kalisha said, Manhu, what is this? What did, what did, what did the Majlis have said? Manhu is the letters Emuna. They're saying, this is Amuna. And it's bread. What does that mean? Why does Hashem call it bread? Because forever and ever, all of our bread and all of our food is really man. It's really all coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Sometimes it comes physically, like man from Shemaim. And sometimes it's just the inner workings of the food. The spiritual energy that's in the food. The nitzotos that's in the food. How do you bring out nitzotos? How do you do that? When you believe. 
that this nitzot is in the food. When you believe in a Kaddish Baruch, he's the one who created this food many years ago. He's creating it now. He's giving it life right now. He's giving it energy right now. All the prudence and all the minerals come from a Kaddish Baruch But Ashgacha brought this mamish. So now you've just elevated the food and now you're eating Gemuna. It's like the man. And then you're turning the Eitz Hadas Tovara into what? The Eitz Chaim. Because now you're getting your Chiyas, you're getting your Chaim, your life, from Amuna, which is the Eitz Chaim. Not Teva, not Chachmas Teva, that's Eitz Hadas Tovara. Right? So with our mind, our Mochen, Tikkun Hadas, if you're eating with the proper Das that a Kaddish Baruch who runs the world, Bashgach Pratis, you've now been masaking your Das of the Mochen. Eitz Hadas into Eitz Then you're really eating from Eitz And that's the matzah we eat on Pesach. Because the matzah on Pesach is the most poshit of all foods. It's just bread and water. Right? It's the easiest food to recognize. A. It's the, physically, it's the easiest food to recognize Yad Hashem. But also, it's the food of Amuna. We baked it in our back. After we left Mitzrayim, everything about Mitzrayim is Hashgach HaPratis. So it's the food that reminds us of a Kaddish Baruch It's the food that reminds, of, reminds us of Hashgach HaPratis. So therefore, when we eat the matzah on Lil, by, the, by the Sadarim, and really all of, really all of Pesach, so Mimela, we are now putting our mochin, you still have to do avoda, but this is the bread of Amuna. It's Ishla Demei Menusa, says the Zahar Kaddish. It's the, it's the food of Hashgach HaPratis. That's the Tikkun Adas. When you eat in that way. And really, it's not just Pesach that we're supposed to eat like the Karm Pesach and the Matzah. Those are just the, you know, the headquarters. We're supposed to the whole year eat like the Karm Pesach where we're properly gauging out with our Das how much to eat and how, what kind of, if it's healthy food or not. And not, it's the whole year we spo- we're supposed to be eating with the proper Mochin. Hashgach Pratis Emuna. It's not just Pesach. Pesach is just the, is the time that we're, that we're being taught these lessons. Yeah? So far so good? Okay. So now we enter into the last, the last of the foods. So we have to enter into the world of, of yayin. Because in the Seder night, that's the, third, that's the third major food. The drink, yayin. This is also going to be connected to what's the last part of the, of the human system that we haven't discussed yet. Which, what are we up to? We discussed actions, karmbeza. We discussed mochin matzah. Now we're up to? Midos, the emotions. That's what we're up to now. And it's, it's just interesting to note before we start this piece of Rabbi Nassim, is that first of all, one difference that the Yain has from Matzah is where the Matzah is very concentrated. Motzi Matzah, Koreich, right? Afikomen, right, right there. The wine is spread out through the whole Seder. Right? So there's something special about the wine. And also, throughout the year... We're drinking wine. Karm Pesach, we don't have. Matzah, we don't really have it. You could, but it's no Indian. Yain, we have Yain every Shabbos. We have, it, we have it all the time. It's a big Indian to drink wine. So this is going to be the major, major type of food that we have to really work on that's going to tie everything that we've already been learning together. It's going to tie everything together. So here's a piece I found, So if you have it, if you don't have it, pay attention. It's not... Difficult words, and I'll read it slowly. So start, Chaim, start the uh, five lines in. It says by the period there, Valkane, Hayyim. See that? Cool, Mister. Hmm. Right here. I don't know. Valkane. Okay, Valkane. He says like this. 
Hayayin kolo. We're talking about just, just regular wine. Valkena yayin kolo. Yayin is a mixture of two bechinos. Chesed and Gevura. Ki yesh bechinos. There's two types of wine. There's the yayin hamisameach, wine that gladdens a person, makes him happy. Bechinos v'yayin yismach levav enosh. It's a pasuk. Wine gladdens the heart of man, makes you happy. We drink a lot of it on Purim. That's the whole Indian. But V'yesh Bechin is Yain HaMeshachar, but there's also the Yain that gets you drunk, which does not always end so well. V'ikra Chilaku, the major Chilak, when is it Yain HaSamech, Yain HaMeshachar? It's the same wine. It's the same bottle. Same production company. Same grapes from Eretz Yisrael, right? So what's the difference? V'ikra Chilaku Lufi Bechin is It's based on the Makabal, the one who's drinking it, as a Yain Kemoshin Erbechush. It's based on who's drinking it, as we see. So he's going to bring us to two levels of people who are drinking. Begashmias. A person who drinks Begashmias, this is going to relate, this is why we're tying everything together, it's unbelievable. This is going to relate to the carbon Pesach type of eating, the Tikkun Adas, where it's physically the eating, gauging one's eating. So that's what he says. Begashmias, ki yesh echachu yocholishos yain, you have a person who's able to drink wine and it makes him happy. Right? He drinks the right amount. He's a very happy guy. Give him a little buzz. We have a person who can't drink. Either he has a very low tolerance or he drinks way too much. Right? He doesn't engage himself. He doesn't have the proper das. Makes him drunk. Brings him to a bilbo hadas. It confuses him. Doesn't make him happy. He gets more depressed. This is because this person is drinking. He doesn't have the kalim. He doesn't have the proper vessels inside of him to drink. Okay. So that's type of that wine. Gauging one's drinking. Using your das to know how much to drink. Basic level. That was the first level that we discussed. But now there's another type of drinking. That's going to be connected to the Ruchnias. So this is going to connect us to last week, which is the Matzah, eating Bikidusha with Amun. Listen to what he says. It's unbelievable how this works out with wine. Again, it's based on the person who's drinking. Yain comes from the left side. Left side of Yira. Why? Yain is often very red. Yain is often very strong. We need water. Back in the day, they needed water. I don't know what goes on nowadays, but it used to be that you couldn't drink wine. Times of the Gemara, they couldn't drink wine without putting enough water in. I think it was more water than even the wine. It was too strong. So it comes from Gvura. Gvura, again, is, is very strong. Red. is Gvura's Vedinim. And on Leil Seder, we're supposed to dafka drink red wine. Umisha Libo Shalom Im Hashem. And if you have a person whose heart is whole with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and his emuna is very strong in the Baruch He believes that the Baruch runs the world every single moment. Like we learned from the Matzah. And he believes that everything is from the Ratzon Hashem. Hashem desires. Whatever happens to me, this is Hashem's will. Like we say, Don't just say it. Like people just say, Imer Tzah, Imer Tzah, Imer Tzah, which they're really in the back of their mind, they're saying, I really hope it works out, I really hope it works out. Imer Tzah means if Hashem wants, He wants. If He doesn't want, He doesn't want. You have to be okay with that at the beginning if you say that. Imer Tzah, Hashem wants. 
be mevatel your rotsen for the rotsen Hashem. It says in Perkei So if you're a person who every moment lives that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is running the situation, and it's from a Kaddish Baruch Hu's rotsen, and you believe that it's for your best, therefore you're ready to nullify your will for Hashem's will, then, Azayhu Basim Chatamid, you're always happy. If you win a million, you're happy. If you lose a million, you're happy. How are you happy? Because it must be, this is the best. You're at that madrega. Right? This is not an intellectual madrega. This is an emotional madrega. This is, the, this is called what we call bitachon. The major difference between a moon and bitachon is a moon is intellectual, that's matzah, and bitachon is emotional. Yayin, simcha. That's the major, major difference according to the Chavos Lavavos, Shabbat Tachon. You can come Sunday mornings if you want to d- discuss more about that. But as Zahu B'Simcha Tamid, he's always B'Simcha, right? Rabbi Nachman says, Mitzvah Gedolios B'Simcha Tamid. We sing it all the time. It's a Mitzvah Gedol to be B'Simcha Tamid. How are you B'Simcha Tamid? Emunah B'Tachon, that I call my Hashem, and I call Tov. It's all Ras and Hashem, it's all good. Ve'en L'Shum Daigu V'Fachad Klal. He has no Daigus, he has no Pachad. Right, that's the Indian of B'Tachon. He has no worries. Why not? It's all good. But he believes, not as a lazy guy who's just throwing, uh, you know, throwing life away by half cares. No, no, he believes. This is mamish good. Mishum Dover, he says, he's no daigas with fachad klal mishum Dover He's not scared of anything, not gas prices, right? Not stock markets falling. He's not scared of anything. Those are like the biggest worries of the world, right? He's not scared about that. He's not going to drive, you know, 14 miles so he can get three cents off his gas. He's not going to do that. But begin is al-tirumi pachad pisum. Don't be fearful of the sudden pachad. He's not scared. He believes it's all from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because he believes deeply in his mind and his heart that since everything comes from the Ratz and Hashem, the will of God, in Cain, there's nothing to be scared of. Nobody could do anything to me big, small, nobody could help me, nobody could hurt me, if not for the Ratz and Hashem. And if it's the Ratz and Hashem, it's good. So if I'm getting hurt by this person, for whatever reason, Kaddish Baruch deemed proper, and it's good for me somehow, therefore, okay, I'll take it. It's like, like a man. It's going to work out for me. Kemosher Kosa, the Pasuk says, Hashem li, lo ira. Hashem's with me, so I do not fear. And therefore, this person is always besimcha tamed. The yayin, Yismach levav enosh, the yain that gladdens a person's heart is when it's, dr- when it's drank, when you drink it, I don't know how you say it in English, when it's drunk, can you say that? When it's drank, when it's drunk, I don't know English, okay. When you drink it, after you gauge properly, like the first level of Achila, the proper das of, das adam, how much am I supposed to drink? Plus, it has to be done with the tikkun hadas, the mochen, the, when you eat with amuna. Right, if a person the whole the, this yayin can make a person happy because he's his kli, his kalim of mochin are filled with the muna. So if it's filled with the muna, everything's from the Baruch Hu, and he's drinking properly, this yayin's going to make him feel really good. You see on on Purim, a person who drinks and he's he's a mammon, he becomes like even bigger than he was before. But if he drinks way too much or he doesn't have the proper amuna, we're going to see he just is a drunkard. Right? You could have a person who's, who's lamaisa drunk, but if he's with amuna and he's happy, it's called yain misamech. Happy wine. 
That's what's called. It's not called Yainam Meshaker. He's but he's Lamaisi is drunk. He's drunk. He's going around. He's he's hugging Jews. That's not called drunk. That's called he's happy. That's called Simcha. That's called Amuna. Isn't that more Bitachan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bitachan. Yeah. How is that Amuna? If he's, he's drunk and he's hugging other Jews, like you said. I mean, he's he's coming to that madriga because he has a muna. Meaning, how is he happy? Let, you know what? Let's let's leave the opposite. Who's to say that he has a muna versus the booze talking. <clears throat> let's see the other side. Let's see the other side. You can never really tell. We don't know, but we're not. To, we don't, I'm, I'm not trying to say who. You know, other people. We're not trying to judge them, but ourselves. Talk about ourselves. Okay, I'll speak for myself. That a person, a person who's filled with amuna, it doesn't. It, and, and we don't know what that means. Even filled with amuna, what, 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 what that, what that exact level is. But a person who is connected to a kaddish baruch when he drinks, he's going to become a happier person. Versus a person who is a very depressed person, and we're going to talk about that. When he drinks, he's not going to not definitely be happy. He's just numbing pain. He's just getting drunk because he needs to numb himself. He's not looking. He's not. He's not. He's nowhere near happiness. He just is in a, in a very painful state because he doesn't. Well, we're going to see in a second. He doesn't. He doesn't have that proper emunah mitochan. Are there are going to be exceptions? It's, of course, we're saying clo. We're saying clo. So that's for some people who drink. If they're, they're lacking emunah, they'll instead of hugging people, they might start. There's like a sense of picking on others because they're just internal. That's what, and that's what you see. You see the people who start making fun of people who start being mean and all these things. Where's it coming from? So that's, that's what we're going to learn right now. Oh, we're still going. We're still going with the Yain with Masameach. The, with the, with the, I'm sorry. And even if sometimes this person's going through Yisrim in his life, there's afflictions, he's being pained. Again, since he knows that everything coming, is coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu's He could even be happy when he's being afflicted. Objectively, people are, are, are crying and ripping their hands out. You know, again, the gas prices, the stock market, and he's and he's dancing. He's able to dance. He says, "This is the Rotten Hashem." I mamish believe it. I've seen this before. Tragedies, uh, ups and downs happen. They're in cycles. <laughs> it's like it's like funny that people don't realize things go up and then things go down and then it happens again. So why are you like going crazy? It's really because the media. We're not going to get into that now. It's the biggest riches in the entire world. I'll go upon him. He says, Because this what he's thinking. What's he thinking? Why is the Kodesh Baruch giving me Yisura? Right? The Kodesh Baruch loves me. He's compassionate. He wants the best for me. So why, why, why would he bring Yisura upon me? It must be for the best. Maybe it's to remind me that I need to do tshuva. That's a wake-up call. Or I have certain sins that Hashem wants to rid me of, he wants to cleanse me, and I need to get a patch to cleanse the system, burn it out, burn out the fat. And it's Kedai. It's Kedai. So therefore, all of my Yisurim are actually Tovas Gedolos. And we know Rabbi Nassim went through a lot of Yisurim in his life. He went through a lot, a lot of Yisurim. But here with the eyes of, of, of Rabbi Nachman, the eyes of, of Amuna, he was able to take everything with a simple... He was there, his life was threatened. There was a hitman out to kill him. And he just kept going. He just kept going. If you want, ever want to read the book, through uh, Fire and Water. B.R.I. put it out. Powerful. His life, it's a pella. It's a pella. It's a pella. 
But because of Rabbi Nassim, anyone who learned Breslov, I mean, all Breslov is from him. So whatever is on right, going on right now in Breslov, and it's, the fire is burning strong. And there's amazing, amazing, I mean, I'm, I'm deeply connected to it. It's all because of Rabbi Nassim. Because he took these lessons from Rabbi Nachman, Avamuna, and Bitachon, Bismchatamid, and he just made it a reality. He just did it. Nothing, nothing too complicated. Yeah, the Torahs get sometimes get a little complicated, but at the end of the day, Rabbi Nelson says the Iker is just follow the advice. So you learn the Torahs, but follow the advice. Work on your Muna strong. Work on being Mesimcha strong. Right? Eat like an eat like a Ben Adam, and you'll see. You'll see what, what could become of a person. So Vaitri says. He can continue to become besimcha always. Again, Kaddish Baruch always has rachamim on me. His kavanos are the best. And the person with this kind of das, with this kind of thinking, das, right? His das is thinking proper. He's not throwing his hands up like why me, why me, why me, right? And lowering himself like a cotton. No, he's saying. But emesis is good. And it says Rabbi Nassim, and when you think that way, and it's from the Baal Shem, you can actually change a Gezerah Ra to a Gezerah Tov. You can flip it around. When you see a Ra, when you see Ra, evil, Haman was evil. Yes? He was evil. But when you see it's really the Yad Hashem, like Mordechai Tzaddik, so Ra is not, flip a, flip, flip a Ra around. What's, what's, Ra ba- what's Ra backwards? Air. His Oiri, His Oiri. It's to wake you up. There's no Ra. Haman was, is, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing called in the Ra in the world. There's only Tov. It's just, it, it looks like it's Ra, but it's really to wake you up. It's to wake you up to do Tshuva. So Kaddish Baruch just wants to give you Bracha and Atzlacha and he wants you to live a happy life. But sometimes, just like a parent knows, he has to sometimes push the kid back into position because they're not listening. So he's got to be pushed in because otherwise he's just going to go off the deep end. It's uncomfortable for the kid and he's upset and he's angry, he doesn't want to be here, doesn't do it, whatever it is. So Tukarish Baruch also has to do that sometimes. Haman was a push, was a slap. Because we weren't listening. Right? What Haman did when he took the, the Gemara says, what Haman did when he took the ring, the, 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 the ring off Ahasuerus' finger, did more than the 48 Nevi'im. He was able to spark a national tshuva more than all the Nevi'im were able to spark. Yeah, Yermio and Navi, Yishaya, they brought some people back. But Haman and Russia, in one shot, one ring coming off Ahasuerus' finger, the entire nation, obviously through the Tzadik, through Mordechai, the entire nation did a tshuva. We were able to reaccept the Torah. Because there was no Ra in Mordechai. So he only saw air. His Uri, his Uri, wake up, wake up. Those are the eyes of a tzad, the eyes of a muna. There's no Ra, there's nothing bad, there's nothing to be depressed about, nothing to be sad about ever. It's a madrega, but it can, it, can, it can be reached. The Alkain who besimcha tam again, so this person's always besimcha. Aval, let's go the other way now. Aval Misha note chasa shalomeyamuna. But a person who's making, he's, he's inclining himself away from Emunah. But he's unfortunately, he's in that Eitzadas Tovara. He sees Teva, he doesn't see Yad Hashem. He thinks the world is as the world is. He doesn't see Ashgach Pratis. He's not eating matzah, he's not eating mon. He's eating like a behemoth, he doesn't care. No thinking. Kikoyom of Kas, Umach Ovos. His entire, his entire life is filled with anger and pain. And all the days of the Russia are tormented. 
His days, he's, he's tormented constantly. And even when he's at peace, a robber jumps on him. Why? Because he's always nervous. A crisis might come. When a tzara comes, a yisurim come, he's the one to turn to, to save him. Not only that, he thinks the world is happenstance. It's teva. So when it comes to teva, I don't know, the tree might fall on me, somebody might get sick, you know, Putin might come attack America, who knows what's going to happen. You're going crazy. Everything could bring a person to a fear. Because the world is based on teva for this person. It's built on suffolk, doubt, and therefore everything could be a pacha. Versus the Yid who has a, has a moon and a Kaddish Baruch that everything's run by a Kaddish Baruch So even if there is something in the world that is going to bring a certain amount of pain to Klai Yisrael, it's calculated, it's a vada, And Hashem wanted it that way. So he doesn't have to worry about it until it comes. Once it comes, okay, you have to do your shtadlis, you have to work on Avodah Hashem, whatever it may be. But you don't have to be worried the whole time, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. That's a person who's living in the world of Teva, the world of Suffolk, the world of doubt. Where there's no das. No das. Bilbul hadas. So he's always tormented. Right? A person makes all this, uh, a person makes a ton of money, and then the second he makes all the money, now he, he, he's, he's constantly nervous. He might lose the money. Okay, maybe I'll invest it. And now he's nervous about the investments. So he had all of his money in the bank account, so he was nervous that the banks, you know, someone's going to rob the bank. You know, the FIC, is that what it's called? He's going to lose all their money, he's not going to get his money back. He says, no, I'm going to put all the investments. He puts into 20 different investments, mutual funds and stocks and bonds and all this stuff. And now, he's, now his head's in 20 different places. Now he's nervous about 20 different things. So he has to get, and now he's nervous people are going to come steal his house, steal the money in his house. So now he has to get armored you know, vehicles and cops outside of his house, security system, because he's nervous. So what did you do? Even with all that stuff, you're always going to be nervous if you believe the world is run by happenstance. Mikro. Tovera. Sometimes tov, sometimes ra. I don't know. Teva. Says Rabbi Nassim. V'yalkein humolit tsar v'yisurna pachadim v'atzvas tomit. This person who's always in a state of pachad and he has nowhere to turn when something happens, he's filled with tsar, pain, yisurim, afflictions, pachadim, fear, atzvas, depression. Tomit. We went from simcha tomit to atzvas tomit. People are living, this is a, is a, is a, is a, a generation of so much atzvus and, and fear. So much fear. They don't have a life. They're breathing. Right? They're living, but they're not alive. Because they're always nervous that they're going to get killed. They always learn someone's going to take their money, take their this, take their that. So this person, what I understand from Edelson, is that this person who's drinking, why is he drinking? He's drinking because he has, he's in so much pain, he's so scared, he has to numb it. It's not to make him happy. He's not at the level of a Muna where he's, everything's cool, wine's going to make me you know, cooler, elevated. He's not. There's no focus in his life, right? Kedusha is where it's, there's a focus in your life. And then you become elevated. So this person with a muna eats the matzah, eats the mon, he lives the life of Ashgacha Pratis, a muna and a Kaddish Baruch He's living a life of focus and that wine elevates him, makes him happy. Right? Purim makes a person happy. Simcha. Simcha Tamid. 
But if a person is living in the world without a Kosh Baruch without Ashgacha Pratis, real Ashgacha without real Amun Abitachem, so then he's filled with, with so much angst, anguish, pain, worry, stress, anxiety, fear. He, he can manage to go crazy. And therefore he needs to drink to just get him out of that. So that's the Ayin HaMashakir. Just get me drunk. Get me out of here. If this person had guts, maybe he would take his life. Yeah, but most people don't, they won't do that. So just get me out of this place. I don't want this pain. I don't want this, un- this uncomfortable feelings. So it's Yayin HaMashakir. He gets drunk. So we see how Yayin is, is the food that we need all of our kochos of das, the, the amount we drink, right? even a person who has a moon, if he drinks way too much, he'll just get sick. Right? It might not make him an angry, evil person, but he's going to get sick, and he's going to get sick like, like an animal, right? Like we learned in Menachem and Reish Shama Gimel, that if you, eat too, if you overeat, you'll get sick. So a person who drinks too much, even if he has a moon, he's going to get sick. And if a person doesn't have a moon, and he drinks a proper amount... He's just, a dep- he's, just, he's just numbing pain. But when you drink the proper amount with the proper munah, then you get to my joke called Simcha Tamid. That's what the Yain is. The Yain on Pesach is It's the Lashonus of Geula. It's to rid ourselves of all of the Pachadim because it's a munah. Not the, the drinking is not what's... It's not the drinking that's getting us out of the Pachadim. It's a Kodesh Baruch who is getting us out. But it's a Gal Gal Dilakach. It's Lashonus of Geula. Right? It's a Moon and Bitochem. We drink to that. Because once you have the base, the Yisod of a Moon and Bitochem, which is the entire Indian of Pesach, and specifically the Leil Seder, to recognize that a Kodesh Baruch Mamash took, took us out of Mitzrayim. Like he said, and he said, Vod Seisi four different levels, Vigal Dilakach. So when you have that belief, and then you drink on that, that yain brings you to high madrig. That's that's the tachas of the of the yain. That's the tachas. That that's the ultimate tikkun of the das. That's spread out through the entire spread out through the entire seder. The first yain is the yain that's that we're makadish. We're starting the process. The next yain is on the on magid. Right after we built up our moon and bitachon. We drink on that. That's level one. Right? We start the process. We're being Makadish ourselves. We're focusing. We're setting ourselves. We're, that's what the Seder is. Then you speak words of Amuna, words of Hashgach Pratis, feelings of Bitochon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like Hashem took us out then, Hashem's taking us out right now. The wine helps us loosen us up and builds upon our emotional state and then after that then it's a party then you stand then, you, then the yayin is on in Baruch after benching then it's on Halil Shiros with Tishbachos right that's, that's already we're getting to like the Madrig of like Purim a little bit you're already, you're already you know depending on how you know how heavy the wine is you've, you've passed Magid you're eating, you add the Motsi Matzah even Marur is not such a problem anymore right, Marur is the bitterness but we surround Marur with the wine because with the proper amuna, the marur is not there to hurt us. It's there to help us somehow. Klal Yisrael needed to be in Mitzrayim for 210 years, 100 whatever years of, of labor. Kura Barzel, to refine 
the pasuk says it was the mitzrayim was like a korah barza. That's that's to refine. There's gold, it has a lot of impurities. You need to burn it out, and that's what mitzrayim was to press us. So that's so the yain surrounds with the motor, and it just everything everything gets elevated by the yain. It's the whole year the yain. We drink it. We drink yain by every every Shabbos and by, and, and by every regal. Kiddush. The entire yontav has started with the yain, because the yain is the culmination of when you eat properly physically, and when you think properly with the moon of the mochin, then that turns in to a lave that's filled with simcha. And every yontif there's an inin of simcha, right? The inin of simcha is basar yain. So when you eat the basar, like ki'ilu, it's the carbon pesach, the proper way of eating physically, and you have the proper amuna when you're eating, couple that with the yayin, simchas yomtif. And that's the Indian. And that's what Pesach teaches us. This, these types of foods are the headquarters for how we're supposed to eat the whole year, to misak in our das. If a person eats with das, he lives with das. That's what we're not teaching us. It's an amazing thing. Who would think that? People would think, Oh, you know how you get das? You have to read books. You have to learn lots of svarim here, lots of shiurim. Das. Says Rabbi Nachman, I'll tell you another way that everybody can do. Eat properly. Eat slowly. Eat healthy. Don't overeat. Gauge yourself. Think about a Kaddish Baruch when you're eating. Very simple. Think that Kaddish Baruch runs the world. That there's energy of Elokus in this food. Very basic. The more we do that, the more we're filling ourselves up with das, we're making masak in our das, then, and Mama's going to live a life of Simchatamid. Mitzvah Gedolius with Simchatamid. We should be Zochim with Hashem to have a Chag Kashar Sameach. We should eat properly. And from the Seder and from the moon of Pesach, it should take us Mama's the whole year. Shazochim with Hashem. I don't get on the, um, the WhatsApp group.